Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. Good morning. This is the Young and Anointed podcast. My name is Martel. Good morning, and my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. Good morning, or whenever you choose to listen to this. So glad that you guys decided to join us today. Karen, how are you? Martel, I'm good, but I'm exhausted. Like, you know, that that good tired from, like, doing good work? That's where I'm at right now. How about, how about you? How about you? Oh, yeah. Whew. In terms of work. <laughs> Oh man, yes, for sure. I feel that. I feel that same way. I feel that same way. It's a lot of work being done, uh, but gotta get it done. So the today's 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 ooh today's topic. It's a good one. <clears throat> Today we're gonna talk about something that's like uh, very important to every single human on the planet now that was on the planet before and that will be on the planet in the future, okay? Today we are talking about why we are all here. Whew. Big one, big one. I know we've been hitting, we've been doing the heavy hitters these weeks, but. <laughs> we have to, we absolutely have to. All right, let's get into it. So, Karen, why are we here? You should you should tell me that you should let me know educate me okay but so <laughs> to break this thing down so i just want everybody to understand that when we're we're going to talk about obviously that this has to do with purpose but this would be only this would be part one of purpose because we can't cover all of purpose just like we couldn't cover all of what love is in one episode we, have, we can't cover all of purpose. So we're going to just start with the, the basic, the very front of this thing. Why, why we're on the planet before we get into individual, individual purposes and, you know, how you execute that and how, how, how it should look in your life. Okay. So why we are all here, I think it's pretty, it's a question that almost, that seems like it's complicated. It seems like there would be there there would be no one answer, but at the same time, I think there is, and I think it is pretty simple. I think it's outlined pretty well in the Bible. Okay, so I would say now, if you're ready, I would say the purpose for <laughs> every single one of our lives is to spread the word. The message is the or the purpose is for us to each be representatives of the kingdom of God and to do what we were placed on this planet at this time to do so that we can be representatives of God of the kingdom of God so that when we leave here we can fulfill our positions in the kingdom of God. Boom, episode's over. That's it. Episode's over. Episode is over. Episode's over. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for tuning in. No, but um, 
I wanted to take a pause here to say like those three simple things that you just said, like they're so, they're so simple, you so individual, but mm-hmm. also so complex. So like it can drive someone into like an existential crisis in terms of like, if you don't know why you're here, you're kind of just aimlessly wandering, but I'm excited to dig into that. Okay. Three reasons. Got it. Gotcha. So I, I want to go, I want to go to uh, Mark chapter four. And if you don't know Mark chapter four, you you should either you should go to it one right now and then you should write it on yourself if you forget it. And if if you forget it after that, just don't do anything else until you figure it out, because Mark chapter four pretty much summarizes, you know, what what uh, the secrets to the kingdom of God. It literally says that. In the in the chapter. (laughs) So. You know how they always have on, you can go on YouTube and there's like a million videos. If you type in like the secret to success or the secret to financial freedom or the secret to a healthy life, everybody's got a secret to something. Okay. But in the Bible in Mark four, it's going to tell you the secret to the kingdom of God. And there is no more important secret. What I thought was interesting is the fact that it says it's a secret. I'm like, whoa, because Jesus, Jesus is the one who says it. Jesus says these are the secret. This is the secret to the kingdom of God, and so I'm like, okay, dope. I want to find out this secret. Let me go ahead and keep reading. I had to learn how to read to do this. You know, I can't do that. So, <laughs> so it pretty much it it, it pretty much says because I don't want to read the entire the entire chapter for y'all. That is definitely for y'all to do, but it breaks all of all of human existence into four different categories. Okay. So there's category number one. The one category is the people who hear the word. It uses the the um, the parable of the seed and how it is spread and what happens with the seed. So one is the seed that gets thrown onto concrete. And that means that's the people who hear the word and then immediately uh, it gets taken away by the devil. So it gets thrown on the concrete and then the birds come and eat it. That's the, the, the birds represent the devil taking that word out of them. Uh, category number two. Category number two is the people who is the seeds that get thrown onto rocks. So it never actually gets to take root. It never actually gets to grow, uh, you know, get through into the soil, get the nutrients and then become whatever it's supposed to be. Because it's on, it ended up on those rocks. So it, you know, it, it gets it gets its roots down just a touch, but it doesn't make it all the way in to become something. Those are the people who hear the word, and they got joy from it, but it never it never took root in their lives, and it ne- they never became what they were supposed to be. And then you got category number three: the people who the seeds that went onto the so, to, onto the soil but ended up in uh, surrounded by a bunch of weeds. So the roots got choked, so it could never produce, okay? <laughs> and then it's category number four. The fourth category is the seeds that went on good soil, planted those roots and sprouted into whatever was supposed to be and produced 10, 60, 100 times the fruit that it was supposed to, okay? And now the different the the people who are in that 
third category with the roots that got choked, those are the ones who heard the word, but then, and then they, they, they tried, they tried to be a part of it or they, they took it in and then they under, they kind of understood it and then one went to go live it out. See the, those roots actually went into the ground and it started to, to, to make moves, but then the weeds came and choked it up. So I, that, I think that represents the people who got the word, liked the word, wanted to go do something about the word, but before they, before it became a part of their habits, before it became a part of who they are, devil came in and brought some sort of uh, trial, some sort of test, some sort of sickness, some sort of disease. It says the lust of wealth. Um, all these things came and made them, it, it, it choked, it choked that word from them. So they never got actually activated it within their life. And then the fourth group, obviously, is the group who the word got in them and uh, fruit came out of them. Those are the people that, that's the group that we want to be in. People who heard the word, understood the word, and acted on it. And it became a part of them. So why is this so important? Well, that pretty much says that one-fourth of every person who hears the word will actually be able to live by it. That means 25%. 25%. <laughs> it pretty much just, it, Jesus said 25% of people who hear the word will actually take it and use it. And that is unbelievably crazy. But that, that one, that one, that one group who got, who got their roots into the soil and produced 10, 60, a hundred times more, they did so much. And they're the ones that, that are producing the good fruit and the good fruit, good fruit produce seeds and then more seeds are planted. And then we try, the, the goal is for those seeds that are planted so we can get more into that 25%. But there's only going to be 25% says it. That's the secret. That is the secret to the kingdom. And so why we're here is we're supposed to be those, that fruit. We're supposed to sprout. We're supposed to. Uh, plant more seed. We're supposed to be the ones that represent the kingdom so that more people can be that good seed on good soil. Darren, any words on that before we keep going? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Keep going. Okay. So, Mark, I'm in deep thought. I'm in deep thought over here. <laughs> okay so if we go further down the down the page it says uh mark 4 25 whoever has will be given more and whoever does not have even what they have will be taken away so for the longest time i could not understand what that meant and i'm like ah this is so it's frustrating because it comes right after this parable that's the secret i just learned the secret and then it comes like, whoever has is going to get some more. Whoever ain't got it, period. You ain't, you going to have less, big dog. And so I'm like, shoot, what does that mean? But it clicked for me. It clicked for me not too long ago. And then I just filled in those those gaps where I couldn't figure it out, where, where, where it says this. Whoever has understanding will be given more understanding. And whoever does not have understanding 
even the little that they have will be taken away. So if I hear the word, I understand it. I make it a part of who I am. It's going to give me more understanding. I'm going to read the next chapter and I'm going to study it. And I'm going to understand what this means, what the Bible actually means for my life. And the people who decide to reject it, they call it you, you hardening your heart. So I read the word. I, I say, hmm, this is cool, but eh, it's not for me. I've rejected it. The people who hear the word and then they decide that it's not that it, it, it's not scientific enough. It doesn't actually, you know, that doesn't make too, that doesn't make enough sense. I don't believe in this whole hocus pocus, phony baloney stuff. So that under, yes, yes, yes. Why do you think people do that? And of course you can't speak for everybody, but mm -hmm. I'm sure there's at least been one time that you Martel Fletcher have rejected the word. So why did you do it in that sense? I feel like there's so many things that happen these days that could make you like second guess. I feel like every time I feel like you go to you go to school and any professor that you have that teaches a science for I, I swear, I don't know why this happens, but at some point during their course, they try to disprove the Bible every time. And I do not I don't understand it but I think they one need to stop it <laughs> because they're telling it to a bunch of uh, young folks who probably haven't read it for themselves yet. So all they've heard is what their parents have told them or what the church has told them. So they can't, they, they're, they're not strong enough in their faith to actually back it up. So I think that's a form of the devil choking it out of them. So mm -hmm. they heard it and they wanted to act on it. But the professor says, in terms of the timeline of, of life here, we can't say that 2,000 years ago, Adam and Eve were the, exactly, it just can't, you just can't do it. But, and I think there's also, I think there's a billion different reasons why, uh, why this could happen. A billion different reasons. Cause you know, the devil's been around for a long time. Sure has. <laughs> so. You're going to think of some ways. It's, he's going to bring a person into your life that's going to make you forget it. He's going to bring some money into your life to make you forget it. He's going to bring mm -hmm. something to make you just think, oh, you know what? All that Bible stuff ain't really, ain't my thing. Wait, or, so what was it for you? That's what my question was. Like, what was oh, it for I'm you? Sorry. No, you're good. What was it for me that made me doubt? Um... Well, this is how it really went in my life. It wasn't really a. So there was a time. So a, a closer to the end of high school, I decided that I didn't want to. I didn't want to believe anything that I was taught before. It just seemed like a lot of stuff was coming up wrong, like uh, Noah and his art with the two animals on the ship when you know, when you actually read the Bible, it says that there was about seven of everyone. And it's like, okay, so much stuff is coming back wrong. I don't believe nothing. You can't, I'm not claiming myself as anything until I've figured it out for myself. And so I'm like, you know what? There is a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, right? 
in in the Bible. And that's when I had to actually go into it and read it for myself. And then I decided that that's what I wanted to believe. So like you could go, I I, I looked around. I, I mean, I shopped around. <laughs> I shopped around the, the religious uh, a la carte plate of religions. And I decided that this is the one that I wanted to, to be a part of. But I would say that was the thing. That was the thing. It was just the prior knowledge and, and seeing the representation of uh, Christians in the church. It seemed like a bunch of motivation. It didn't seem like anything real. Until, you know, you read it and realize that half the stuff that you see is just the show <laughs> and not and not what it's about. But uh, does that answer your question first? So why are we here? Examples of people. Exam I want let me let me go ahead and break down why we are here. So I think. And now I, I studied purpose for quite some time. I picked up pretty much every book that I could find on the subject. Okay, so I, I read the Bible. I figured out what uh, what the Bible said about it. I prayed about it. I went to church, and then I decided to read every other book that I could find to figure out what other people thought of purpose. Why people are here? Because this is a frustrating question. There's like Miles Monroe said. There's like there's four questions that everyone's trying to answer, and everybody's life is determined to answer these four questions. Here. First question is, who am I? That's identity. Where am I from? What can I do? Where am I going? And those questions I feel like are pretty, they're hard hitting questions if you can't, you can't answer, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like, cause most people are like, who, who are you or who, who am I? Some people might say, oh, I'm Jeffrey Joe and I'm from Texas. But is that who you are? Because that, that really doesn't say what I what you can do and where you're going either. Because those are really difficult questions. But um, the way I would answer who am I is I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That's who I am. And then wh where am I from? I am from heaven. And God put me here on earth. <laughs> and where am I going? Oh, well, I'm going to go back at some point. But at the moment, while I'm here, I need to go to the top of wherever I was destined to be so that I can represent the kingdom while I'm here. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, that's Marcel Fletcher. I didn't even say my name. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Karen, I want to give them some examples of people who uh, are living it. And I want to break down these four it. categories a little bit. Get into it. So I would say some really good examples of people who, because that, that fourth category, I think there's a lot of times where people uh, misunderstand. They think people who represent the kingdom, people who are living the life that God had to uh, designed for them to live. I think a lot of people 
think that for some reason it has to be a person. You spread the word by just telling everybody about it, mm -hmm. but it goes deeper than that. I think a part of a lot of people's purpose is to be outstanding at the thing that God created them to do. So the gifts yeah. that are inside of them um, be outstanding at that thing. And then because of their relationship to God and because of them being able, them being openly able to say, God did this. I am, I am represent the kingdom. My success is because of this, mm. that that's that good soil. Yeah. And some people there's uh there's like my pastor, I would say he's a really good, he's a really good example, he, but he, he would be the one, he'd be the standard. He'd be like, okay. So obviously he's a pastor. He spread the, he spreads the word across the Michigan and he spreads it across the world. Great. And then you got like Tyler Perry, mm -hmm. Tyler Perry and a pastor, but listen to anything, listen to anything about his success, where he came from, his story, where he's going, his mindset on things. What does he say? Always, always he's talking about his relationship to God, the, the gifts that God gave him and how God helps him through everything. He represents the kingdom. And when, when, when Miles Monroe said this, when a manufacturer makes a product, they put their label on it. So everything that you have in that room, right? The computer, the, the, the iPad, everything has exactly where it's from, okay? And every product comes with instructions. And so in, in that, most of us will never read the manual. I know I have never read a full instruction manual, <laughs> but in those manuals, it, it, it lets you know exactly what the thing is made of, what the thing's purpose is and how it's supposed to function. And then at the end, it says, you know, there's a, either a warranty and there's a guarantee. So it's mm -hmm. like, if you, if you use it in this way, these things will happen. And I, that's us. We are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Find creations, yeah, and then we have the instruction manual. It's it's got it's got a it's got a couple pages in it, but it outlines exactly what we are here to do and why we're here. Verbatim, verbatim, and it's I'm telling you, y'all, it's sincerely crazy the things you will discover if you just read, mm. read the Bible. Even with me, like I said last week, like. I am I am not complete unless I crack, crack open my Bible for the past couple of days specifically. It's just been the same verse over and over the same chapter over and over because I'm like, I'm going to get this until I live and breathe this. And then I'll move on to the next chapter and then I'm moving on to the next chapter. And then when I'm finished with the Bible, I can keep learning from the same exact text from the same exact text. And that's not to say that like other things won't teach you anything, but like that's just the power of knowledge. It it's exponential. It keeps growing and it keeps building upon itself. Oh, keep going. Just reading. Please read the Bible. Just please, please read the Bible. Like just crack it open. You don't have to have any type of education besides reading. You need to know how to read to read the Bible. You need to know how to read. You need to know how to read. That's <laughs> very important. However, you do not need to be some sort of, I, I've heard this a lot, spiritual person or like religious person to be able to read the Bible. Just read it because all you're doing is creating more space and more reasons for you to not read it. And guess who's doing that? The the devil, because that's exactly what he wants. He wants to keep you stagnant. He wants to keep those weeds growing in your mind and in your spirit and evidently kill you. 
Look, Everything. there are four categories. We will all fit into one of them. One of them. <laughs> not, not one and a half, not one foot in, one the other, one. All right. And he, he flat out says, you're going to hear the word, okay? And you're going to either be one of these four. Literally, that's it. Jesus, the right out of his right out of his face. Yep. He said everybody gonna fall into one of these four categories. Yep. So which one are you? Which one? Just I really just want you to I just want you to under, I just want you to take that in and I want you to decide which one you are. Like if you if you're one of those people who at some point you heard it, your your parents told you about it, you went to church with your grandma, and you said, Oh, that's just crap. I don't want to go to church no more. Which one are you? <laughs> Which one are you? I mean, it's, you're in there. You're in the categories. There's people who was like, you know what? I wanted to, I, I really tried that Christian stuff. I thought it was really cool for a second. But then, you know, school, I got busy. I couldn't go to church anymore. I was reading the Bible, but I, I had to read my textbook. So I couldn't really get into that. And then, you know, my boyfriend, he came over and then we just, I was like, you know, forget that stuff. You got choked. It's, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we all, we all fit into one of these categories mm -hmm. and it, he couldn't have put it. He couldn't have put it more simple because he's he even said in that same chapter, it was like when he was he was talking, he was telling the disciples uh, about it. And he put it in parables for the other people, for the uh, for all the people. And he, that's why he called it a secret. And anyways, he called it a secret. <laughs> he got, he got it was he put it in parables for everybody else because it was a secret. He was like, uh, if they know this, they will be forgiven. It it says that. It says if they know this, then they'll understand. They'll they'll be they'll be forgiven. And I'm like, whoa. So God, Jesus kept a secret. Uh-oh. But anyways, and then <laughs> After he told the parable, then he put it in plain terms. He literally just said it straight up to the disciples. He said, "This is the these are the these are the four categories, and you will be in one of them. What you gonna do about it?" <laughs> but um, anyways, the examples here. <laughs> so another great example. We went through Tyler Perry. We went through an actual pastor in the church, but. Who else? Karen. Karen is an example. Karen is an example of the 25%. Why? How is Karen an example of the 25%? The people who fell on good soil. One, she represents the kingdom. And because she represents the kingdom, God will make sure that what she does prospers. Because if she believes in him, he is the owner of her. He is the divine manufacturer of that product. And if that product fails, it looks bad on the manufacturer's name. You can return an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> you <can>. Yep. <laughs> so it looks bad on that manufacturer's name. So every time Karen, every time Karen says, yeah, no, God, this, or I believe this because the Bible, boom, because I follow Jesus or I represent the kingdom. These, these are all things that hold God accountable. Amen. Amen. So 
as the manufacturer of the Karen Hubbard product. <laughs> he, he's going to do what he's got to do. He's going to do what he's got to do to make sure she, uh, she looks good out there. And it's the same way. It's the same way for the rest of, for the rest of us. We all have a purpose. We all, we all are here for a reason. We're all here to represent that kingdom. We're here to bring that kingdom of heaven to earth while we are here on the earth. And if we, while we are bringing people, while we are representing that kingdom here on earth, more people should be attracted to it because of us. People should see what we do, see how we live, see the systems that we build, see the businesses we build, see the companies that we work within, see the organizations that we found, and those should represent the kingdom of heaven. The way that things are built, the way that people act within them, uh, the impact, the fruits that come from it, from our relationship, they people come to us and they can't, they can't help but see uh, mm. God in us. Mm. I, um, I wanna zoom into that point right there and then something else that you said earlier. My ultimate goal is to quite literally exude Christ. Whether I say hi to you on the street, whether you have a quick conversation with me, whether it's just asking me a question, I need people to know who I come from. You will mm -hmm. always remember a conversation with me. You may not remember my name, but you remember how I made you felt. Yeah. You know, either love, respected. Some people feel questioned after, <laughs> after I talk to them just because like we're on completely different wavelengths in the in the in the way that I think and not to say that I'm any better than those people. I just spend a lot of time meditating on different things and that's brought a lot of things out of me and helped expedite a lot of the things that humans typically struggle with. Doubt, fears, complaining, um, complacency. I still struggle with them because I am human, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But that that interrupting thought process is a lot quicker. It's almost like running a code. It's almost like running a code just because, and that's like computer code, like, you know how like a computer, like if you click on something, it'll go to it. That lapse time is a lot quicker because I know who I am. I know who I'm from, where I'm from and what I'm here to do. Yeah. And I want to zoom into the second point, Martel, because like you and I are exchanging banter and talking about this as if it's easy because it's almost like breathing for us now. And breathing right. isn't always easy. Like, you know, there's air all around. Like we have lungs to help us do that. But sometimes, you know, you can get sick and it can be a little bit hard to breathe on some days or like laying down and resting may be a little bit tougher. Um, but I want to kind of zoom into like a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot on how we got here because you and I talking like this it feels like breathing. And a mm -hmm. lot of people are listening and they're like, how in the world are they talking like this at at 22? Hence the Young and Anointed podcast. Young but, and Anointed. <laughs> anointed. Oh, but no. I want to zoom into that. We're going to put that in real quick. It's not easy. It's not easy. So tell tell a, a little bit more. You talked about how in high school, like you like completely were just like, no, I want to learn for myself. And I chose Christianity because of this. But talk to me a little bit about the battle and the the struggle that it was to get here Boom. Gotcha. So. so i'm gonna be completely honest 100 honest with you me being the person that i am um i've always kind of been uh i would say like an outsider right i've always been weird <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> so 
from the beginning, it's it, it always I was never one that had to go with what everybody else was doing. And for most people, that would be, you know, really sad. That'd be like, oh, man, I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't blue, 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 whatever, whatever. But for me, that was just that was just common. And I didn't really I didn't really concern myself with being a part of the crowd. And then I noticed in high school, there was a time where it was like, you know, maybe I want to be a part of it. And then I realized, no, being who I am, there's something way cooler about it. <laughs> it's way, it's way easier for me to do this. So yes, there was the time where I had to question, I had to question everything, but making the decision making the decision didn't come with an an avalanche of uh trials didn't come with an avalanche of of issues it was pretty much the i'm going to do you know the 7 day free trial on this <laughs> we're going to see we're going to test this out see how it's going and then uh we'll check back at day 6 and a half <laughs> So, man, I wish I, 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 well, I can't, I can't really speak on the difficult road to get here. Although I have seen that there are very difficult roads and I think it's, it's more difficult the later you wait in life to actually try to be a part of it mm. because, you know, you get stuck into your ways and then you don't want to believe anything new and because you, you've seen so much, you say, and then there's so much baggage in your life. And so making a complete shift to to live a different way becomes more difficult. Or and you could be in the situation where you're a young person, but everybody around you says green and no. But the right color is blue. <laughs> Everyone says green, but the right color is blue. And you've been taught green every single day everybody's saying green your mom's saying it your dad they're teaching your brother to say it you go to church they're gonna say green 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 you go to school they say green you say you go to your counselor they're saying mm, are you talking blue stuff get out of here with that we're on green okay period and for that person it would be more difficult it would be a lot more difficult because they're so used to green but then they're going to get they're going to continuously. One thing that I've definitely noticed is those people who are influenced all around them with uh, the wrong message, the right one finds its way to them. But then it's up to um, it's up to that person to explore it. It's up to that person to decide to go against the crowd. And then when they make that decision, then they will see the results of it. They will realize that blue is pretty cool. And <laughs> blue is the color to go with. <laughs> so Karen, I don't know if I if I gave that uh question any any good stuff, but what do you I think? mean that's your answer. Like I can't tell you, like, no, that's wrong. I want you to talk about <laughs> this, but no, that was that was good because that's your answer, and that's all I asked for. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so we got the. Let me just say one more thing. Let me just say one more thing about the reason that we are all here before we get going. OK, before we get to the, the next part. 
So there is the overarching purpose, the reason for us all being here to represent the kingdom, to do effectively everything that we were purposed to do to represent the kingdom and bring me more people to it. That is the overarching purpose. But if I, but like I was saying before, each of us are born with that instruction manual and within it is going to let us know our design. Our designs are different. Me, what I'm supposed to do is a little different from what Karen is supposed to do in terms of action. So how we live out that purpose looks a little different because we have different gifts and abilities, different passions that we that we were given and that are inside of us that we are supposed to use and activate so that we can do what we need to do. But the end game will always be to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Period. So I just need that to be extremely clear. <laughs> and that doesn't exclude, that doesn't exclude anybody. That means every person, if you hear this, you are a part of that. Every single person on the planet, not because, not, not the persons, people who live in this neighborhood or who grew up this way or who grew up with these parents, it's everybody, no matter what shape, size, no matter how old, young, no matter what geographic region, everybody is supposed to be on this team, the kingdom team, okay? <laughs> and that's what we are supposed to do. So later we're gonna get into uh, what that looks like executed or how how we get into uh, individual individual purposes and figuring out the, the practical steps of us uh, living out our lives so that we can represent that the kingdom. But I just want to make that abundantly clear. And again, I want to remind you, we all for, fall into one of those four categories and don't fool yourself. If you are in category number three, but because you listen to this podcast, you think you're in category number four, Take account or, or or look back at everything that's happened. Look at what 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 look at your mindset at, the, at that moment and figure out, okay, am I really into this 25% or have I been teetering on the three? Have I have I been teetering on that other group, that other 75? Did the word come? Did I understand it? And am I living in it? Or have I heard it and it's just been sitting there in my mind? Huge difference, huge difference. Activate, activating it versus leaving it dormant. Completely different things. We all have superpowers here. And those who activate them live very distinct lives <laughs> and lives of peace. And I gotta tell you, I got a lot of peace, but uh, practical. So Karen, oh, how to find your passion, how to find your passion, how to find your passion. I've, I, I pretty much outlined a whole, I should turn that into like a book, but I think I even shared it with you. I've got a whole document on how to find your passion. 
and the meaning of, of purpose. But Karen, what are the practical steps to find passion? Figure out what sets your soul on fire and go do it. Okay. <laughs> one step. One, one step process. Wait, figure one. it out and go do it? It's the one step? Yep. Oh. No, I mean, like, I feel like, okay, how about a one step and then like a sub step A? So <laughs> one A. So step one <laughs> and then a sub step A. Figure it out. Go do it. Figure it out. Go do it. Because I'll if you make it, it two steps, if you make it two steps, hold on, this is important. If you make it two steps, that leaves room for you to make an excuse in between that one, that 1. 1.5. So if you make it two steps, if you make this too complicated of a process in your mind, you will never do it. That's it. If you make this bigger than it needs to be, not to say that this isn't important, but if you blow this up into this giant thing that your spirit becomes afraid of, you're never going to do it. Nope. Make it something so simple. Make it simple because you're here for a very specific reason. Is it easy to do? No. But don't make it so complex that you approach it like this big giant fear. It's not jumping off of a cliff. It's stepping into God's reasoning for you being here. That shouldn't be scary. That shouldn't be scary in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm going to die. No. There's a difference between fear and excitement. You can be nervous. Being nervous means that you care. There's nothing wrong with being nervous. You, sh you should get, you should feel some type of way about stepping into your passion. But fear is what chokes things out. Yeah. So what's the importance of finding your passion? I feel like if you don't find your passion, you won't find a reason to live. And that makes it easier for, for Satan to to wiggle his way into people, into your mind, into your daily routine and keep you suppressed and to keep you in a space where you are not working for God, but you're doing nothing. And not, doing nothing can look different for a lot of people. Doing nothing doesn't mean just like sitting at home and like, you know, watching TV all day. It could look like taking care of your kids. It could look like going to work every day still. It can look like cooking a great, healthy, holistic meal for yourself, taking More yourself to sleep, <laughs> taking <laughs> sleep, and taking care of yourself and the people around you. However, you're using those things to keep, to stay where you are. You're fighting to keep where you are by using your daily routine as an excuse to not grow into the things that God has called you to do. That's nothing. That's doing nothing. That sounds like that one part sounds like the Red Queen's race. What uh, is that? The Red Queen in um, Alice in the Wonderland, the people who were pretty much on the, the wheel, running really hard, trying really hard, and they didn't get anywhere. They were doing a, they had, they used a bunch of effort and they stayed in the exact same place. <laughs> or they were just moving, but not moving anywhere. I think that's the hamster wheel. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So passion. Find your passion. And do it. <laughs> cool. Dope. So, Karen, in in summary of today, we talked about why we are all here. We we boiled that one down. We nipped it in the bud. We figured out there's four, there's only four categories of people on the planet. There's only four. 
And if you are just tuning in now and you don't know what those four are off the top, you need to Rewind. go back. Because <laughs> those that that those four categories are extremely important and you will fall into one of them. Be intentional about it. Uh, and what representing the kingdom could look like. It's not just people going door to door telling you, hey, uh, so have you heard of Christ? Um, listen, it's not everybody. <laughs> Representing the kingdom is a lot bigger than that. And it's, 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 it's multi-generational. And one thing that I thought was really interesting the other day I heard, um, God sets a purpose for everybody. But God thinks in generations. So if you don't do what you were here to do, it's going to get passed to the next person. Uh oh, <laughs> don't live a life with no meaning. <laughs> oh, that oh, that's a whole episode. Oh, my God. So, Karen, could you give me and you already knew this was coming. Could you give <laughs> me the Karen's words of wisdom for the week, please? Absolutely. The Karen's words of wisdom for the week are. You can't control what comes in your mind, mm -hmm. but you can control what stays there. One more time. One more time. One more time. <laughs> you can't control what comes in your mind, but you can control what stays there. Got it. Got it. So what you what you're saying is, so a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff can influence my thoughts. A lot of stuff can go ahead and make a stop in the in the mind station. Mm -hmm. But I decide whether it gets kicked out mm -hmm. or if it stays. Exactly. Huge. All right, bet. Say less. There it is then. There it is. People, ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday morning. So you already know what was coming for you. This is the Young and Anointed Podcast, episode number six. Why are we here? My name is Martel Fletcher. And my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And you've just tuned into the Young and Anointed Podcast. Peace.